Listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. To the course we go. Uh, first one up, uh, Life Members Aid. G'day, Zade. Good afternoon, Steve. Hey, brother. What do you got? What records uh, are important? I just want to get on to the records. Um, there's, I think there's King in the Ring Saturday night. There's a light heavyweight, and um, there's a super flight. Um, he's always entertaining old uh, big, big David Tui to, to, to Poe, about 7 foot 150 kgs. Cheapers. Yeah, he fought in the heavyweights last time, cleaning the whole eight man up. Uh, yeah. Wow. He's a beast. He's a beast. So if you if you if you don't have too much time, but you want to watch one King of the Ring, I definitely watch that one. That's what suppose. Nice, beautiful. That's at Event yeah. Finder Stadium. I've just looked it up. Good stuff. Um, a record that I don't want to be broken is Daniel Carter. Ah, right. The highest scoring. Highest test yeah. point scored. Geez, that's going to take some beating. Yes, I hope that is. I wouldn't actually mind someone breaking Brendan McCullum's record, New Zealand. Which was which one's his? Which records he got? The three hundred and two. Oh, scored by New Zealand. Individual scores, yeah. yeah. Because if if someone beats it, it's just going to be meritorious. Like Taylor's been the closest, I think. Two ninety. The last closest was two ninety two. Obviously. Martin Crow got ran out on 200, uh, 298. I never watched it, but I heard about it. Um, yeah, Tim Sarvey, I wouldn't mind him re- breaking his record. I would like to do it um, just because it just shows how good he is. Um, he, he definitely, uh, uh, if you look at all formats, right, if you look at format, all formats right now, he'd probably just say he's our best ever bowler pretty much. Mm. You know, he's got a hundred, over 100 wickets in T20s, over 200 wickets in one day is now... And over three. Lost them. Lost them. Phone was a little bit dodgy to start with, but um, all right. So there's some from Zaid. We go to Mikey in Christchurch. G'day, Mikey. Oh, Steffi, how are you? Good, buddy. Um, well, um, hopefully no one breaks Fozzie's terrible record. <laughs> We've had enough pain, right? So <laughs> we, can, uh, we can keep that one. He can have it. Um, the one other one that <clears throat> I would like to preserve, but I don't think it's going to get broken, and this is coming from a one eye team tab, is the Crusaders' record of Super Rugby titles. Um, but I think I think that's pretty safe. Um, I'd love to see a New Zealander win more than one major. Yeah. So come on, Ryan Fox, get a couple of majors. That would be fantastic. And I think guys like Michael Campbell and um, Sue Bob would love that as well. They would. That's a record we'd like to see broken, eh? Oh, yeah. I'd love a Kiwi to win the Masters. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, but I'm going to be an outlier on the Southie thing. Um, I think Paddles would love somebody to break his record, and I would love Southie to do it. I think he's been a real steward of the cricket team, because even if he does break the record and hangs around and does it, Sir Richard Hadley's um, record is intact in the sense that he will still have by Ah, one of the best averages yeah. the amount of tests that he played. So if, if Saudi brings it, and he's a, I think he's a class, class bowler and will become one of our greats, um, it's also by sheer stint of the number of tests he's played. Mm. So, you know, I think uh, Sir Richard Hadley's, uh, uh, you know, record will stand on its own just in terms of the average. 
So, um, yeah, I, I would love to see that broken. Yeah, that and means, I, know, I agree. I, I think Richard Hadley would like to see it broken, and if he's got one or two wickets to go in a test match or whatever it is, Richard Hadley will be at that test match and he'll shake his hand when he breaks it. That That's what would happen. 100%. And, 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 and still, Hadley's still the greatest cricketer we've ever had, and I don't think that's going to change. Maybe Williamson if he carries on, but I still think um, that'll be the case. So that's me for mine. Good man. Thanks, Mikey. Cheers. Good man. Um, Tolaga Bay zone. Ed, kia ora, Ed. Tolaga Bay time, bro. Kia ora, my bro. Hey, um, I love Richard Hadley too. Mm. Um, so my sporting wonders, um, and the Scorpions, when we won the Fox, Auckland Fox Championship, and our club is like 50 years, 52 years old now, and um, I don't think it, that's going to get beaten. Yeah. It's a long record, isn't it? Well, um, we only won it in 96. Well, for us, you know, all the boys coming up, they got to do it and try and get another one for the club. But, uh, yeah, so far no one's done it. And, um, yeah, that's the record for me. But, um, hey, Staffy, guess what? I I won a four-leg multi today. Did you? Yes. I had the Phoenix Suns last night at two bucks. Denver Nuggets at a dollar fifty, and I had the Netherlands to lead at half time and win to nil, two seventy five, and the USA, Pusilic scores and USA win at five bucks. Oh, I put five dollars on that, and I'm at the pub now with two hundred and eleven (laughs) dollars. You're a champion, (laughs) my boys, and the boys are looking at me all morning at work day. Has that ball done any work, man? He's looking at the phone all morning. <laughs> I hope none of the boys are I hope my boss is not listening. I've got to get off. See you later, bro. See you, boy. Here's Ed from Tolaga Bay. Oh, good stuff. Craig from Tauranga. G'day, Craig. How do you follow Ed? Thanks, Steph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have put someone in between. Sorry, mate. <laughs> I, uh, for me, records are meant to be broken, so I'm, I'm all for, for records being broken. Um, and, and the one that I desperately want broken is um, uh, New Zealand Test Cricket's lowest ever score of 26. I oh. really want someone to say it's off <laughs> That is a great shout. Oh, yes, it's a great shout. All right, that's it, that's it from me. Um, yeah, interested to see what everyone else comes up with. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yes. Coach and told it that 26. Actually, when we were at the um, Fitzherbert Park doing the slog sweep, um, I went down the night before. We were just having a few drinks and a bit of a catch-up, and the old deputy rector in my days at Palmy Boys was a guy by the name of Ian Cahoon, and apparently he played in that match when we had 26, when we scored 26, and he got a pair zero and zero in his two turns at bat and anything to do with the 26 he he hated the number 26 and the ironic thing is when he sadly passed away it was on the 26th and they said that is not fair wow yeah. that's from that's quite remarkable mm. gee numbers are sort of weird like that aren't they mm. do you have a number i've got a favorite number 27 is right. is my favorite number what's any reasons it's a bit pretty lame reason but <laughs> My very first golf club was at Buckley in Shannon because my two best mates when I was at school and I just started playing golf and I joined Buckley and the very first day I went down there to play in the Picard Cup 
<laughs> God, I remember the, all these the things. The illustrious Picard Cup. The Picard Cup, jeez. And I actually ended up winning it. But anyway, um, in the clubhouse, they were selling raffle tickets. My favourite food, oysters. What was first price? Two dozen oysters. And I said, I'll just take a number. And I took 27. And I won the two dozen oysters. I won the Picard Cup. And it's been my favourite number ever since. Wow. And that's quite interesting because you say that you generally are hopeless at like sweepstakes and Terrible. draws and, and prizes. And I had been for the for the first 13 years or 14 years of my life up till that. So they'd never won anything. And I won two dozen oysters with wow. Ticket 27. Bluff oysters? Yes. That's oh, the only that's kind. That's a great one. I know. It's a great one. Uh, well, um, who did you pick in the sweepstakes in Germany, eh? No, I've got Argentina. Oh, Argentina. Oh, you could be doing okay with that. TBC, um, and then I draw Argentina, and they lose the lose the first. Yeah, that was a good. That was a good first year. Saudi Arabia, mm. that was interesting. There's been a lot of uh, heat on me in particular about the uh, sweepstakes. I'll just say, Steph, mm. would love to see the Crusaders record broken. I'm thinking of the teams that I really don't like. Um, teams first before individuals, and uh, teams that I really don't like, and the Crusaders would be up there. So. Um, <laughs> Why don't I'm you glad, like the I'm Crusaders? Glad, I'm glad we don't have the uh, all the Christchurch listeners. Uh, well, I'll tell you what, Mikey called through. He's from Christchurch. He's listening. On the app, yeah. yeah on the app, the app Why don't I like the Crusaders? Um, i just got to be careful here, don't I? Because the backlash that comes. Well, I'll stick up for them. Okay, well, you, do you, you going to pre-stick up for them or are you going to stick up for them after I argue my case? No, you argue your case. No, I mean, it's just... It's that classic, um, it's, it's, it's an arrogance, I feel, from Crusader supporters and the one-eyed, whenever, talked, whenever we talked about the All Blacks, it was always Crusaders players that had to be in over anyone else. It was like, why isn't Matt Todd? Matt Todd's the best seven in the world. He should be in there over Sankane, blah, blah, blah. And like, whether or not that argument's true, it just was always Crusaders first, Crusaders first, Crusaders first in their eyes. Um, and, you know, they always complained when they lost. It was just, and it, I 100% I'm rational enough to sit back and say I don't like them because they're good. 100%. Oh, okay. But I think that I'm okay with that, Steph. It's like Melbourne Storm. People don't like them just because the Melbourne Storm are good. There's the little cheating scandal. The top teams always get people want to bring them down because they're at the top. Melbourne mm. Storm, New England Patriots, Tom Brady, whoever it is, if they're at the top, people want to bring them down. All Blacks. Oh, they're cheats. They're in the referee's pocket. Richie McCaw, always offside. You always want people always want to bring down the top team, and I'm one of them. <laughs> so you forgive yourself of your misgivings? I sort of do. Like I understand that it's just so you're happy to be one of the minions that just in this the herd. in this regard. I sort of am, Steph. I'm okay with it. And so I think too, a better way, just a little bit more. Like okay, I don't dislike the Crusaders, mm-hmm. but either the Hurricanes or Manawatu and Crusaders in Canterbury. That's the team I like to beat the most. It's not bred out of hate. It's bred mm. out of respect. Yeah. Because if you topple them, you've toppled a giant. So I respect the Crusaders greatly, but they're the team I like to beat the most. And yeah. that's because they're so good. And just just quickly, we had this um, conversation, I think, last year about the, the use of the word hate in sport. And it's it's a sporting... A sporting it's hate. It's purely rivalry hatred that I have. It's not you know nothing personal, but... I think the other thing too, Steph, is my brother moved to Christchurch, and my older brother, and he's a he's such an antagonist. He's always been an antagonist in our family. For example, we'd all go around to watch the All Blacks at someone's house. He'll go for the Wallabies. <laughs> oh, he's one just, of those. Yeah, just to be, or you know, he'll go for the Wallabies on the. We do the score prediction. He'll go the Wallabies when everyone else goes the All Blacks. So he moved to Christchurch, and what does he do? Becomes a Crusaders, Crusaders fan, fan, just to tick off all of us. Chasing. So I think that's so a part a bloke of it for me. Formerly known as your brother. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my former brother. Um, yeah, that I think that's where it comes from as well. Mm. So let's, it's a little bit genuine. <clears throat> a little bit genuine. <laughs> oh, good stuff. Uh, let's go back to the phones. Tom, g'day, Tom. 
Yeah, hi Steffi, good afternoon. Afternoon Tom. There's, um, there's one record that I don't want to see touched, and I don't think it will get touched, but it's close. Um, uh, Jack Nicholas on 18 and Tiger Woods on 15 majors. Mm. Yeah, I, I think time's run out for Tiger, and I'll put my hand up and say I thought he was going to do it. You know, six, seven years ago, I thought Tiger was on track and he was going to do it, but I can't see it now. Three more majors, I just can't see it now. His body's yeah. broken. Yeah, you got to love how the Golden Bear went about his. Oh, that, that, that win at 46 years of age at Augusta in 1986, was it? Just unbelievable. Yeah, good shout, right, Tom. Thanks, good stuff, buddy. Yeah, yeah I don't, you too, mate. I don't mind Jack Nicholas holding on to that. Um, what did someone say once? It was the most beautifully. It was Frank Nobolo, I think. Said, it was he, to you. Yeah, he said it to me, and I just said, I just can't get my head around this. And he said, Jack Nicholas has the greatest record of all time. Tiger Woods is the greatest golfer of all time. So is that just because Jack Nicholas played in an easier period? Like, as in there wasn't as much competition? Is that what he's sort of I hinting at? Sort of. Like, you, you cannot question Jack Nicholas's record. But mm. when, when he was playing, the guy who was like 30th or 40th favourite in a tournament, they had no chance. Yeah. Tiger Woods teased it up. There's 50 guys can win every week. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah the, the depth of field is so, so extreme now. Um, now, you said just... You said this five or six years ago you thought Tiger was going to do it. I've never followed golf to the extent that I wouldn't be able to answer this question, so maybe you can work it out for me. Like, if Tiger didn't have the – and is it fair to say that the off – off um, The indiscretions. Off-course off stuff derailed his career. Had that not have happened, do you, do you think he would have kept going? Yes. So, you, so that really was the, the, the catalyst. Yeah. Without that, he could he – because he at that point he was – probably the greatest athlete on the earth. He was unbelievable. Just one for fun, right? Yeah. yeah. So he would have won. He, he would, he'd be on 30. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, not 30, mate. I think he would have got Jack. And we'll never know. You, you can't, it's all speculation. But when that happened and he, and he had all that time off and mentally it just would have, and a lot of people say he brought it on himself, but mentally it just would have destroyed him. Mm. And, and golf is such a mental game. And then his body started breaking down. And I remember when I very first started watching him, I thought his swing's going to have to change. He put so much pressure on his on his body. At 21, your body can handle it, but you pay later. And that's what's happening now. Although it's the car accident that's done him in. He, yep. he literally can't walk now. You he, mean the one that, like two years ago? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's had 15 operations or something. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, give us a yell. What records are sacrosanct? What ones do you want to get beat what ones are valuable when you don't want to get beat? Chuck me your American records, your world records, your team records, whatever you like. 0800-150-811. Welcome back in. Uh, before the news, we'll get to Graham, but first of all, it is Joe from Gizzy. G'day, Joe. G'day, Steph. A couple of records for you, mate. 232 oysters that I ate in a uh, charity oyster eating competition. <laughs> well, I'm not going to break that again, buddy. But uh, I'd give it a nudge. The best $100 I ever spent. Fantastic. But, uh, Cal Ripken, 2,632 consecutive games. Yeah, mm. uh, in baseball, you know, I mean, that's just that's a man going to work for like you know 13 years in a row and never missing a day. Yeah. Right? Unreal. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I'm a Green Bay Packer fan, hardcore. Brett Favre, 297 consecutive games played at quarterback. Unbeaten record, even by even by the cheetah Brady. I mean Brady, you know the goat. So, so but for me, one one of the best records is uh, 
is Bob Beeman. You know, when he jumped yep. 8.9 metres, yep. right? Which is just beat Jesse, beat, beat Jesse Owens' record. But they reckon it's the perfect jump and has replayed at every Olympics and uh, every athletics meet. But those records there where guys were, didn't have the technology, but had uh, the perfect, where Bob Beeman had the perfect form. You know, Favre had plenty of heart. And Ripton had probably more heart than anybody to go to work for that many days in a row. So, but some great records, mate. Some great records. They sure and, uh, are. Yeah. And I, I, I think those ones are lodged in history. You know, like, uh, like everybody wants to be a record holder. But I can't see anyone beating those ones, buddy. No. Great shout. Thanks, Joe. Awesome. Right. Cheers, Steph. Cheers, buddy. Bye-bye. Uh, last one before the news, Graham. Marlborough, Northland, the whole shebang. G'day, bud. Hey, bro. I wasn't going to ring up, but I've, after what Sam said about the Crusaders, I thought I'd better bloody ring up and put them right. But quickly, I hope that um, I hope Sir Richard's record isn't broken, just mm. for sentimental reasons. Yep. I hope. I do hope Tim sticks around and does it. He's a, because if, as Simon Dool said last week, if he goes, we could be in a lot of trouble. But I just I hope the Crusaders keep on keeping on. I think, you know, I'm from the far north. I should be supporting the Blues. I can't stand the Blues. Um, I hope they just keep doing what they're doing, and, and I hope the Blues carry on with their record. You know, I think this year it'll be the 20th year they haven't won a title. Um, this coming year, the 20 the 23 season. I think the last time they won was in 2203. I hope they carry on with that and, and, and it just can, keeps continuing. We're going to have a 21st birthday for them, you know? <laughs> uh, so they'll deserve it. And, um, and, if, Ken, and if Ken and Zaid want to invite me up, I'll come up and we'll celebrate together on another Crusaders win. So that, that's what I hope carries on. And with, uh, with Leon as the coach, I'm pretty sure that's going to happen. Oh, that is one of your best <laughs> so, yeah, calls ever, Graham. Day, everybody. Fantastic, up mate. North, up the Northland and up the Crusaders. There we are. Oh, I love it, Graham. Absolutely love it. Um, we'll take a quick break. Uh, Cliff on the other side of the news, sport and weather. Johnny Max back. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Let's go to Cliff in Dunedin. G'day, Cliff. Hello. Hello, Cliff. You there? I'm here. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello, Cliff. Hello. How are you, Sammy? Good, buddy. Hey, that's good. Hey, uh, a guy who lost a record was, to me, was a sad thing, was uh, Shane Warne. Mm. He had about 740 test wickets, and then he got passed by Murali Duran, who... Oh, look, I didn't mind Murley either, but I always thought that Shane Warren was something really special. And, you know, he got wickets everywhere, and he got great wickets. Um, Murley always had that problem where they called him as a no-baller and he was bending his arm or straightening it. And, uh, yeah, Shane Warren was a guy that could have gone a long way. He always wanted a captain in Australia, but he never got the chance. And I think he would have made a better captain than a lot of the guys they had who didn't who floundered a bit with it. But uh, and, and with regards to Richard Hadley, I, I rate him too. I, I don't... Look, Saudi's a good bowler. I think at the stage when um, Heston was still coaching, he was just about dropping out of favour a bit. But mm. he hung in there and he's he's got, you know, 300 and 
40 wickets or something. Not as good average anyway as, as, as Hadley's, but he's played a couple more tests already. So yeah, I think he needs about 80 more to catch Hadley, which, I mean, he's got to play a lot of test matches to get that. If he averages three and a half, say, four a test match, he's got to play at least another 20. Mm. So, you know, I just can't see him doing it. You know, I don't think he's got 20 more test matches now because we don't play enough of them anyway, really. So, yeah, it's probably going but, to be. It's, know, it's probably four or five years, isn't it? Well, yeah. For all we play, we might play six or seven test matches a year. You know, we don't play enough series, and um, yeah, well, you know, it'll be interesting to see how many more he does. I think a lot of them are hope to be picked up in all these different twenty twenty leagues. You know, mm. for a while there, some of them were playing in India, and then some of them weren't. Some of them weren't getting picked, but then they start a new one up, like in uh, like they have been in West Indies, and now another one in Australia. So they're hoping to make money by not staying as a contracted player. Mm. Uh, you know, there's, there's good money to be made, but it's a shame. You know, hopefully Bolt will always open their bowling for a little while yet, in the Test matches at least. Um, we'll see what happens. You just got to hope. He's hoping anyway. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you, Cliff. Good call. Good call, buddy. Thank you. Yep, cheers. Cheers, mate. Cliff out of Dunedin there. Uh, text came in here, and I hadn't even thought of this one, but probably resonates with all of us. Actually, the record I want to see beaten every year by extending it is the All Blacks unbeaten streak at Eden Park. I don't ever want to see that streak end, mostly because I'm 37 next week, and I honestly can't remember the last loss. So in my mind, we just don't lose there. A loss at Eden Park could, and probably would, signal that we are no longer a dominant force in world rugby, even though we are already possibly there. Um, Staffy, I want to see Victor Wembanyama, Victor Wembanyama break Wilt Chamberlain's record of 100 points in an NBA game. That record being broken in today's era, social media era, would be mind-blowing. I don't want anyone to break uh, Michael Jordan's playoff record 63-point game or John Stockton's combined career stats and assist record. No one is ever going to come close to Bill Russell's 11 championships in 13 seasons. Will Chamberlain's record off the court will never be broken either, will it? Surely. Holy heck. Not in this day. Uh, Rafa holding the most grand slams. I don't want Novak to get the record. It has been a spoiled brat in his early career making many excuses when losing. Not like Rafa and Roger, who have been role models and will always be remembered. A lot more text to get through. And we're going to talk some football before the top of the hour. We'll take a break. Some ripper records you don't want to see broken. And a couple of mine as well right after the break. To your text messages, uh, imagine what Roger would have ended up on if Novak and Rafa were not around. A record that would have never been broken. There is the argument that Rafa and Novak made Roger fight hard and as good as he is. And without those two there, yeah, probably more titles. But uh, with those two, um, interesting. I think that all three have lifted each other's games, haven't they? Um, But good point, good point. Uh, Phil Taylor's 16 World Championship victories in the Darts World Championships will never be bettered. Paul Christchurch. I can't see it being bettered either. That's a fantastic record. It is Hadley for me. I remember when Vittori was threatening it and I was calculating his wickets he'd need to get to beat it based on tests available. Anyway, 
He was well short as it turned out. If someone were to beat Hadley, I would want it to be someone of the same calibre. Southie's great, but not in the same master class. Great points coming in. Um, Mark says, I respect the Crusaders, but their fans ruin it for the organisation. Uh, Sammy, you crack me up, but I love your passion. Mikey G, Christchurch. <laughs> Um, Zade would like to see the Crusaders record broken here we go Uh, just because Mike said he wanted the Crusaders record preserved I'm going to see I'm going to see that I'd love to see the Hurricanes break that record and for the records I'd like to see preserved the amount of white ball finals we've lost in the last five years I wouldn't want to see us break that record again cheers Matt from Blenheim good text uh, Will Chamberlain's 100, someone else has gone for. Ken Irvine's try-scoring record in the NRL, 212, I think. Alex Johnson from the Rabbitohs is on track to take that. Sam says, nah, mate, he won't get that high. He won't get that high, uh, according to uh, the voice of NRL. Uh, Zaid, uh, I think I lost reception before. also wouldn't mind seeing Usain Bolt's 100-metre record getting broken. I'm the same, mate. Might be for different reasons, but I am the same. Um and Zaid also, message for uh, Northland Graham. I thought you support Northland Graham. You should support the Blues. Tell you what, mate, he doesn't. He doesn't. Uh, hey, Steph, JB from Christchurch here. Weather is sweet now in town, but the southerly is due right at the start time. I reckon we might get two hours in if we're lucky. Oh, oh. A couple of the records I, I've jotted down. I'd like to see Manawatu never go winless again, like they did last season or this season. Um, I've mentioned the All Blacks, World Cups. I don't want South Africa to win next year because they would have won more World Cups than us. I really want to see a Grand Slam in golf majors, and I really want to see a Grand Slam calendar in tennis. And probably one I want to see most in the next 12 months, a little bit biased, I'd love to see Zoe Hobbs go under 11 seconds. Um, she's not 0.2 off her best time in the last 12 months. She's at 11.08. Um, first New Zealander, well, she's got the New Zealand-Australasian record now. I'd love to see Zoe Hobbs this summer go under 11. That would be absolutely brilliant. We go to Darren in Melbourne. G'day, Darren. Hey, Staffy. How are you? Good. Thanks, Darren. I missed your first half of your madness because I was uh, working. <laughs> now I'm transiting. But um, obviously, McCaw would have to come up for a lot of things. But for me, it's... Um, that, Conrad Smith, Marnonu, midfield. Mm. I don't think we're ever going to see a, mid, a midfield play together so much, especially under the current regime, that I can get 10 caps between each other, let alone 60 to 70 odd. Yes. Yeah, the, the, but, um, the rotation, in the, particularly in the 12 jersey, I don't, at the moment, another regime might, might stick like glue to a combination that we haven't seen yet I don't know but yeah I don't <clears throat> I can't see the likes of uh, the number of times they played together was it about 70 odd or something ridiculous like that yeah I think so I mean Lonnie got 100 caps and I think Conrad was at the 80s so yeah it's it's a it's a big number and I don't think we'll ever see something like that mm. for, for, the, for a long time just on the just on the flip side of the coin I don't think we'll ever see a captain annoy a ref more than Stephen Moore from Australia. <laughs> I reckon. I reckon that's definitely. I've never seen a captain upset a ref more in my my life. <laughs> so, I'm the so same. Just, just sort of give you. Just sort of give you something else. Yeah. So. Well, maybe the Aussies would probably say Sean Fitzpatrick as well was probably of similar ilk. Oh, I don't think he upset him, but Stephen Moore. He, I don't know what, what it was. He could say anything to the ref and the ref would just take it the wrong way. <laughs> so, mm. 
Uncanny. He sort of had the superpower of being able to upset them no matter what. So. Yeah, good shout. Good shout. Yeah, Stephen Moore. Great man, though, but Jeezy was niggly with refs. Yeah, 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 very, very. So. Good stuff, Darren. Thanks, mate. Good che- show, as che- usual. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Darren out of Melbourne. Great listener. Kiwi over in Aussie. Uh, we go to Joey in Auckland. G'day, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Steph. I'm with you, mate. I just, got, you know, I'm an Aucklander, but I just don't want to see one or two have. Uh, another season with no wins or, or any side mate you know uh, you just want to see them do better um and improve uh, it's like anything mate you, you just yeah it's pretty tough on on everybody when when that happens um especially yourself you know mate from the mighty manawa too and um then you know i yeah i just like to see them I, I was just saying yesterday get someone like wayne smith in there mate Imagine Wayne Smith there helping them coach, mate. Oh, was that you that had... I I heard that call into the station yesterday about mentoring and going spending. I loved that idea. Yeah, mate. Well, you know, you you imagine imagine having... If he doesn't... Don't let him go to... Don't let him go out of New Zealand. No Mm. way. Doesn't matter how much money. Just chuck the money at him. Mm. You know, give him third party money, whatever. You just don't let a guy like that go out of New Zealand, especially after what he did with the ladies. Mm. You know, and, and you imagine him, him mentoring the Manawatu and, 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 you know, like East Coast and that, you know, East Coast struggled for a long time and, and Rico, uh, Jose Gear and them have got them going well, you know. You want to keep that momentum going, mate. Bang you know? on. Bang on. And the three you know, things that Smithy's got is he loves the country, he loves rugby, and he loves a challenge. Well, there it is. Yeah, yeah, and the other thing too, too, Steph, I forgot to mention um, the mighty um, uh, Barry Thomas uh, as a prop in the 60s. He was the first man to take Manukau to a um, Gallagher Shield. He captained them, and he played prop for New Zealand, and he was a pretty tough prop, prop too, old Barry. Mm. He was a good, very good footballer. You know, I'm not, a lot of people you know, don't know the, well, would know the name Thomas, but um, he was very, very good as well. Nice. Okay, there you go, mate. Go the mighty Manawatu. Up the Manawatu. They're my second seat, mate. Good boy. They're Thanks, Joe. Team. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. One more for the break. We got a Graham. G'day, Graham. Afternoon, Steffi. How are you? Very well, sir. Um, a little bit surprised about people not wanting Southie to um, to break Headley's test, number test wicket. Um, I'll read out some names for you here. Pont and Order. Ponting, Border, War, War, Clark, Hayden, Smith, Mark War, Warner, Langer, Taylor, Boone, Reed Chapel. Do you know who they are? Yes, I know all of them. They are the 12 highest test run scores for Australia. And my question would be, who is Australia's greatest ever test match? Mm. <sighs> who do you pick? Jeepers. Well, on Bradman. Yes, and he's not there. And he's 13th on the list. <laughs> so that just kind of proves that people play more test cricket these days so if Hadley's record for number of test wickets was to be overtaken, that doesn't mean that he's no longer our greatest ever bowler because he, you know, chances are he, he always will be. Yeah, he just won't be our greatest right. ever wicket taker, but he's still our greatest right. bowler. Yeah, and you know, as I say, there are 12 batsmen ahead of Don Bradman. Really good point. 12, 12 Australians, I should say, ahead of mm. Don Bradman. Mm. So there you go. Perfect, that's why you're the sports freak. Thank you very much, Matt. Cheers, <laughs> Cheers buddy. There's Graham, the sports freak. Uh, great call, great call. Heap of text message coming. Uh, Ma Nonu and Conrad Smith played 62 times together. Wow, amazing. Hi, guys. A record I'd love to see broken is Lewis Hamilton's. It'd be great to have a decent bloke also be a great. 
<laughs> Not bad. Not bad. Um, someone's mentioned Peter Snell's record here, uh, 144.3 in 1962 on the grass at Lancaster Park. A truly magnificent record. I was there as a seven-year-old, and the record stands to this day. We'll take a break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to share some of those old track and field records in New Zealand. It's quite, quite staggering. Back after a break. Gull, fueling your mission. Pop into your local for some good value fuel. Gull.nz. All the afternoon delight you'll ever need. It's Afternoons with Staffy on SENZ. Thank you for your calls in that first hour. Remember that we have the Able Living Caller of the Month. The best caller of the month is going to win an Oklahoma Joe's Blackjack Charcoal Kettle Grill. A couple of calls in that first hour will qualify to be shortlisted. New Zealand Athletics Records. I'm, I'm just going through and had a look at some of the old ones. 1980, the women's 400 metres record was set. 42 years ago. Kim Robertson, 51.6. 1980. Uh, 1987, The Mile, Christy Fitzinger, remember her. She set that in Oregon. 1986, the 2,000 metres, Anne here. Um, with some of the older ones. 2009, the 100 metre hurdles, uh, Andrea Miller. Uh, 1991, the high jump record, Tanya Murray, set in Dunedin. A jump of 1.92. Um, with some other older ones, older ones, older ones. 1992, the heptathlon, Joanne Henry. This is like 20, that's 30 years ago. Um, women's, 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 women's. It's probably the older one, 1988. Oh, that's the Ekidin Road Relay, which I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is, but there's some rippers of old ones in the in the men's. Um, 1962, Peter Snell in Christchurch that one of our listeners went to. 144.3 in the 800 metres. 1962. Goodness me. Uh, 1976, John Walker, 2,000 metres. Um, I think John Walker still holds the mile record too. Yes, he does, from 1982, set in Oslo. The mile record, 349.08, John Walker. It's been held since 1982. 1963, the one hour, Bill Bailey, one of the greats. He ran 20,190 metres in an hour. 1963 record, 1984, the 3000 steeplechase, Peter Arena. Some old records here, folks, that could uh, still go. Bob Thomas, the New Zealand long jump record, was set in 1968 in Whangarei. Bob Thomas of Northland, 1968. Oh, 1987, Simon Pullman, decathlon. Oh, wrap your teddy around that. Um, the 4x100 relay, 2005. 1993, the 4x400 relay. 1971, the 4x800 metre relay. Set in Stuttgart, Germany. Germany. 4x1500 metre relay. Melville, Dixon, Quacks, Walker. Happy days. News time.